Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Three of the most influential people, I think I could say, in my mind are the following. John MacArthur, Rush Limbaugh, and Donald Trump, at least to me personally. And I know that's a bit of a startling introduction, but but let me explain. And, and I know that uh, John MacArthur, beloved pastor in his 80s, uh, they're, all, they're all very different. I'm not saying MacArthur and Trump are the same person. But all three have influenced me significantly. And here's why. There is a, a thread of similarity. Here's what it is. They are all masculine men. In their particular domains and spheres, they are alpha males. And here it is, all three of them push back. And one of the significant ways that they do it is with language. They are not afraid to say what needs to be said, to use truthful speech, speech with conviction, speech that is not quote-unquote, safe, but it is truthful, it is honest, it is forceful, it is clear. They say what they mean. They're not unafraid to say it, to speak it. This, in the words of Rush Limbaugh, this is what pushback looks like. John MacArthur has been pushing back on behalf of the church and the kingdom and the truth of Scripture for decades and has built a strong, conservative, reformed Christian movement Rush Limbaugh, obviously, enough said, in the world of media and communication, has been one of the most clear, outspoken voices for conservatism, for conservative philosophy. Probably, you could make the argument in the last half century, if not more than that, with his reach and his media presence, Rush Limbaugh will always be the, the, the greatest radio host, talk show host of all time, clearly taking a stand for conservative values. And Donald Trump, for as rough around the edges as he might be, listen now, Donald Trump in my, in, in, in at least in a generation, I'm in my 40s now, at least, at the very least in a generation, since Ronald Reagan, and, and maybe even, dare I say, more so than Ronald Reagan, has been the, the first, the only, the, the loudest and the clearest conservative to stand up against the left, to not be afraid of their intimidation and bullying, to not bow to political correctness and say finally what needs to be said, and not only to say it, but to do it. He has, When he was president before and during his presidency and even after, he has done it. He has said what he meant and he has implemented policy, some of the most conservative policy we have ever seen. You got to understand why this is so This is so gripping and monumental to have Donald Trump because we have been, as I said, for a generation watching, supporting, giving donations to and voting for year after year, every two years for Congress, every four years for president, Republicans who talk the talk, 
for the elections have a pretense of conservatism, and when they finally get elected, they yield to the media, they bow under pressure, and then they do not implement the policy they said, and they just say, oh, it was too difficult. Things are slow in Washington. Can't get it done. Classic case, Representative Chris Smith, just Republican from New Jersey, over 40 years in the House. It's not how things work in, 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 in Washington. Can't get it done. And Trump goes in there, wrecks the furniture, moves the furniture around, breaks up the furniture, and gets it done. Gets it done. Finally gets massive amounts of the wall built and puts a stop in significant ways to illegal immigration. Finally moves the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem, I believe from Tel Aviv. Finally does things that so many Republicans have said they would do, but never did, and Trump does it. And it was the same with the great late Rush Limbaugh. He would say what so many people wouldn't say, that you wish conservatives would say, and he would say it live on the radio for three hours a day, day after day for over 30 years. And MacArthur's been in that pulpit saying what needs to be said from the scriptures on behalf of the kingdom of God year after year for decades. By the way, welcome to Feet to the Fire. And this is your host, Sergio Fassa. It is Tuesday. And I hope to grab a little bit of the spirit and attitude of these men and be another voice, as we say in our slogan, the new voice of conservative dissent. But speaking the truth in opposition to the, to the tidal wave of evil and to the prevailing cultural trend, is that not our legacy as Americans, as Christians, as Protestants? We protested Martin Luther who, who lit on fire the Protestant Reformation and all of our uh, forebears in the Protestant Reformation. Is that not what they did? They protested what was going on in the prevailing culture. And that legacy was handed down to us as Americans to protest the, the prevailing accepted predominant evil that ought not be and to take a stand against it fearlessly, not afraid to say it, even at the cost of life and limb, peace and prosperity and personal security to say what needs to be said because it has to be. Because if someone doesn't stand up and say it and take a stand, then who will? And the reason I am talking about this is because dear John MacArthur, our beloved pastor from the LA area, Grace Community Church, faithful preacher. If you don't know him, go to their website or go to his, his uh, ministry, preaching ministry website, gty.org, gracetoyou.org, has sent an open letter to Governor Newsom of California because of, of his just gross evil. And this, I said it now twice already, I'll say it again, this is what pushback looks like. Thank you, Pastor John MacArthur. He's not, he's not a political figure, but John MacArthur's not to, afraid to say what needs to be said and get in the fray if that's what he has to do, even if it means standing up to one of the most powerful leaders in America, the government, the governor of one of the biggest states in the country. As I've said before, I think California has like the fifth largest economy in the world or something like that. It's not eighth largest. I don't know. One of the most powerful leaders in America and in the world, the governor of California, stands up, writes an open letter, and rebukes him and calls him to repentance. Guys, the Babylon Bee is right when they compare John MacArthur to John the Baptist, who got beheaded because he rebuked Herod for his evil in taking his brother's wife as his own for committing adultery. Rebuked him publicly, and he got beheaded. And Babylon Bee called him John the Baptist MacArthur. Here is the letter. And... 
I love doing this show with you. There is so much to talk about. I was talking about election yesterday, which I wanted to talk about today. And I, I still have that to talk about on the burner to get to hopefully tomorrow. But look at as we wrap up here, we're running out of time. Open letter to Governor Newsom, John MacArthur, Wednesday, September 28th. Sir, I love that beginning, sir. Almighty God says in his word, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. I'm, I'm reading excerpts. You have not only failed in that responsibility, you routinely turn it on its head, rewarding evildoers and punishing the righteous. The word of God pronounces judgment on those who call evil good and good evil. And yet many of your policies reflect this unholy upside down view of honor and morality. He uh, references Psalms that call kings to serve God. In mid-September, you revealed to the entire nation how thoroughly rebellious against God you are when you sponsored billboards across America promoting the slaughter of children whom he creates in the womb. And you further compounded the wickedness of that murderous campaign with a reprehensible act of gross blasphemy, quoting the very words of Jesus from Mark 12, 31, as if you could somehow twist his meaning and arrogate his name in favor of butchering unborn infants. Newsom went on a big political campaign around the country uh, to, to promote abortion and invite people to California to get abortions. And in some of those advertisements, quoted the words of Jesus from Mark in support of abortion. MacArthur rebukes him. My concern, Governor Newsom, is that your own soul lies in grave eternal peril. Each one of us will give an account of himself to God. One day, not very long from now, you will face that reality. Nothing is more certain. My plea to you, sir, is that you would not let it come to that, that you would not go to that day of judgment apart from receiving forgiveness and righteousness through faith in Christ alone. So there is salvation for those who repent. And he ends with this. Governor Newsom, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. We don't need cowards anymore and do-nothing leaders. We need men like MacArthur who will speak the truth and live it out. 